Hello, and welcome to a brand new recess episode of Schooled Ya. A shorter version of our podcast to hold you over between our regular shows. So Clint, how you doing? Oh, it's a good question. It's been a pretty good day today. We're winding down the end of the school year. We get out a little earlier than you do back in Oregon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's Friday. We record on Fridays, so I'm feeling pretty good. It's the beginning of the weekend, and we're at about 17 days left, so it still looks pretty doable for us. That's awesome. So today we're going to answer some listener mail. Thanks to everybody who wrote in or asked us stuff in person. We love hearing from you. We got so many questions, we couldn't get to them all. In fact, we'll be doing another one of these episodes soon, so stay tuned. We may get to you next time. Okay, so here we go. Uh, This first one comes from Babe of 68, which, okay. (laughs) Hi, Chad and Clint. I'm curious if you are aware of any of your students who listen to your podcast. If so, what kind of comments or reactions do you get from the kids? I would think they would get a kick out of hearing the inside scoop from their teachers. I don't have any kids that know. And the main reason for that is, uh, since I teach freshmen, I don't need anything else in my life that will make them think that I am any less cool. I'm already pretty uncool, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to be less cool, which is sad. So you don't advertise that you uh, host a podcast about teaching? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> that, I don't have a poster up in my room of Schoolja, unfortunately. What about you? I know for sure of one student who listens. He's not a current student of mine, but I know for sure of one student in our building who listens. And I've had a few kids come up to me and say, hey, I didn't know you had a podcast. I don't think they listen, and I would be really surprised if they would be interested in what we're talking about here, but uh, I'm pretty sure if they were listening, I would hear about it. I know we have at least one kid who comments on our Facebook page and asks us questions and things from time to time, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Well, thanks, babe of 68. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. It says, uh, this is from Mickey, and Mickey writes, just listen to your most recent podcast today. I found the items called different things in different locales interesting. It made me wonder what adjectives kids use now instead of cool or awesome. I'm getting tired of these adjectives slash expletives. How about wild or vibrant? Something different, please. After I read this one, I had a quick poll of my students. I gave a quiz a couple days ago, and the last question in the quiz says, what does your generation use instead of cool or awesome? And so here are a couple uh, highlights here. We have lit, fire, tubular, rockin', coolio, swaggy, swag, bomb, dope, solid, beans, boss, yeet, (laughs) vanguard, epic, mega, Wizard, Gucci, Stud, Icy, Sweet, Chillin', and Ballin'. Man, you did some work. Can you add any East Coast any East Coast terms that I left out there? This is a different use of the word cool, like when somebody says, no, we're cool, we're having an argument or whatever. No, 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 we're cool. Instead, they say, I'm straight. Okay. Always yeah, makes sure. me laugh a little bit, um, like they're reassuring <laughs> themselves. No, a lot of times they just say cool. So we've got another letter. This one came from Beth. Uh, she writes... First, I notice you guys give well-deserved shout-outs at the end of each episode to Nikki and Corey Logan, but what about your adorable children who read the intros? Where's the love? Is this some sort of child labor sitch? I'm also curious why Clint didn't discuss, and this is in all caps, the all-time greatest field trip of all time in the recess episode about field trips, a canoeing trip to John Day circa 2005. Long live Larry the Adventure Monkey. Keep up the good work, guys. You are awesome. Okay, so the reason we don't say anything about our kids is because we forgot. Right. We never put it in the script, and so we never have done it, and we probably should. We're horrible fathers. Yes, we are. We are very bad. 
at doing our our dadly jobs. I wish it was a child labor issue. Yeah, that would be good. Some sort of union dispute, but nope, we're just bad dads. Well, it does take a lot of work sometimes to get them to read it. <laughs> oh man, you're not kidding. We should probably give them more credit than, than we are. We will from now on. Thank you, Beth. That's right. As far as why I didn't discuss the all-time greatest field trip of all time is because there was too much to say. There was a lot that went on in that field trip. We'll probably, I will talk about it in more detail later. But I do want to give a quick shout out to Alan Garvin and Beth. We all went on a really long float trip with canoes uh, down the John Day River, and it was a ton of fun. I do also want to talk about Larry the Adventure Monkey. Uh, Larry the Adventure Monkey was a stuffed animal that we found while we were on the river and we started tying him to things and he was our mascot and <laughs> the kids I think made him like a little bandana and on the way home we had him tied to the front of the minibus. Sounds like a good trip. It was fun. All right, let's move on to another one. Uh, this one's from Jack. As a middle school teacher for 30 plus years, I taught Chad. I have had my share of field trip stories. My favorite had to be when we were downtown Portland loading the buses with 127th graders and the number count was off. After having the bus circle the block three times, we decided to follow the other two buses and head back to Hood River. Lots of reasons the count was off, got a ride from a parent, got in the wrong bus, etc. We were stopped at Lewis and Clark State Park for lunch when one of the teachers got a call from the school. Seemed like Eric decided to get a Starbucks while we were loading the bus. Oh gosh. Now he was in downtown Portland all by himself. His teacher got on an empty bus and went back to get Eric. The rest <laughs> Of us. The rest of us sat three to a seat and took the other two buses back to Hood River. <laughs> Eric's favorite saying was, all that wander are not lost. Thanks, Mr. Sprague, my former sixth grade teacher. Awesome guy. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's a doozy. That would be um, awful. I, I had actually written it back, and, and I assumed that this must have been during a cell phone era, but I, I can't imagine a situation like this when teachers didn't have cell phones. Oh, no kidding. But my favorite part of that whole trip is the idea of one dude, one teacher, and the bus driver <laughs> driving <laughs> all the way back, shaming yeah. that kid with his Starbucks. Yeah. Well, look, Eric, I hope you enjoyed your Starbucks. Okay, well, we didn't just get questions, uh, as you heard. We just got a story, and we also got some corrections. A little bit of praise and then a correction. So this one comes from Joe, and he says, Greetings from beautiful New Jersey, another East Coaster. As an immediate witness to both of Chad's unfortunate injuries, and quite possibly the student sent to the office the second time around, just before the infamous don't call the ambulance line, I just wanted to reach out and congratulate you on starting what is already a very professional, fun podcast. My wife, who is an elementary school teacher, and I have been tuning in whenever something new comes out and we're enjoying watching the dynamic come together. Keep it up, fellas. Joe. And then he says, P.S. This email wouldn't be complete without a criticism, so I would like to formally take issue with the notion that choosing the same letter on a multiple choice test every time a student must guess will increase their probability of hitting their target. And then I am guessing that Joe is an accountant or an actuary or some other kind of numbers guy, maybe an engineer or something. I, I would be I think and Joe, you'll have to forgive me. It's been a long time since I've talked to him, but I think he I think he works in finance. Okay, finance. Yep. He's he has yeah, to know something numbers. with numbers. He has to know numbers because then he goes on a two paragraphs, but it's long. Long paragraph explanation of how I was wrong and the website that I was quoting didn't make any sense. 
Uh, we're going to go <laughs> ahead and put his explanation up on the website so you can check it out because I don't understand it. Nah, Joe's a smart, smart young man. Uh, he's probably smarter than the two of us put together. Uh -huh. So I'm sure whatever he's saying is right. Yeah. We appreciate Joe and his wife listening to our show. So thanks, guys. The next letter comes from Nick. Nick writes, what about how athletics or any extracurriculars and how they influence the teachers and students that are involved? I'm assuming there are a lot of positives and negatives with regard to how it affects the classroom, time constraints, focus, etc. Great podcast, by the way. I'm seriously impressed with the quality of the product. My oldest, who is in fourth grade, loves listening as well. And Nick's daughter's name is Lila. And we just want to say thank you, Lila and Nick, for listening to our podcast. And it's pretty awesome that... Uh, that we have fourth graders listening to our show and that they're enjoying it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Lila, you are a rock star. Keep it up. You're awesome, Lila. You know, this is kind of a loaded question yeah. uh, in terms of how athletics and extracurriculars influence all of this. I mean, right. I will just say this, that I would always encourage students to be involved with something in their school, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be athletics or some sort of extracurricular. I think there's probably a lot of research out there that says that as students are more engaged with things that are outside the classroom, but within their school, they probably do better both academically and socially and everything else. So I think it's hugely important to be part of something. However, I do know that it does come with a cost in terms of time to, to get academics in order, um, um, the extra stresses that come along with that, but I'm always in favor of students participating in, in something uh, school-related. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I think that extracurriculars are super important. I think what it does is it gives you some buy-in to the importance of the place that you're in. Sure. If you are always meeting in the school with a group of people and you're trying to accomplish something, you feel a connection to the location, which is generally the high school, as well as all of right. those people. And the more right. that you are connected to the school, the more likely you are to care about the things that go on and be an active participant and a successful student. All right. So this one says, Dear Sirs, let me start by saying I actually like the dad chat segment. It needs to be said that this title is problematic. It reminds me of dad jeans, the dad on the Jimmy Fallon, ew, skit. Dad jokes, the movie Newsies. I mean, it suits you both, I guess. I just die a little on the inside every time I hear dad chat. The phrase, maybe it's like the word moist. Cheers to you both. Signed, a concerned citizen. Clint, uh, wh what do you have to say here? Well, first of all, the dad on the Jimmy Fallon skit is awesome. The movie Newsies <laughs> is awesome. Dad jeans are the comfortable kind of jeans. They've got extra <laughs> pockets in a place to hang your hammer. I don't understand what the problem is. I love a good yeah, she's dad not joke. Illustrating a strong argument. No, all of all of the things that she's describing are, or he or she, oh, concerned yeah. citizen hiding behind a. <laughs> <laughs> anonymous name. I think that that's crazy. And also, I think the word moist is amazing, especially if it is describing a brownie. I love a moist brownie. There we go. How are you feeling about this? I can't add anything to that. I mean, I think it's an awesome name. And if Concerned Citizen had a, uh, a, that much of a complaint, maybe they could have provided a suggestion for a new name. I, I think it was a good move, a good choice, and I think we're going to stick with it. We're going to rock our dad jeans and uh, dad jokes and everything else that comes along with it. That's right. You're just going to have to deal with it, <laughs> Concerned Citizen. All right, that's it for this recess episode. Make sure to check out our website, schooledyourpod.com, or listen to our episodes on any podcasting app out there. If you have a question of your own that you'd like us to answer, contact us on Facebook and Twitter at SchoolJapod. Or you can always email us at SchoolJapodcast at gmail.com. Next week in our full episode, we'll be discussing every teacher's favorite time of year, summer break. Woo.
Listen in to hear the last full episode of this school year. So once again, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find podcasts. And while you're there, please give us a review. The more people who tell us what they think, the more other people can find us. Special thanks to Corey Logan for our dope cover art and my talented wife, Nikki, for the intro and outro music you are chilling to right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got it.